Hey, howdy do partners, howdy do. It's your boy Jameson. Okay, I do not sound like that. It's your boy Jameson. Welcome back to another episode. And today I want to talk about a few things, a few things. First thing I want to talk about though is I have I have I have to I have to ask you guys this. If some unknown number texts you at 11:22 at night and says it's day, right? What would y'all do? I need, I need to know because this is what I did. I was going to block the number, but something distracted me on my phone. Y- y'all know how it be. Y'all be easily distracted. Don't play. Somebody texts you, and then all of a sudden, something else catches your attention on the phone, and you forget. And that was me because this number is unknown, so I, why would I, you know, give a fuck? So somebody texted me randomly. It's day at 11.22 at night, and in my head, I'm thinking... It's 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 nighttime and first of all, who the fuck is this? I don't know this person. How the fuck? I ignored it, forgot about it, and about maybe nine minutes later, get another follow up message, and then I realize, oh, it's somebody that I actually know who just got my number. Right. So I just want to know what would your reactions be if somebody who you just met just got their number and they text you, it's day, but you forgot you forget that you gave them their number, and also. Text your friend, guys. Text your friend. Use them fake apps where you could text people with them fake numbers and text them in the nighttime and be like, it's day. And tell me and tell me. Let me know if they actually respond to y'all. <laughs> I just want to know because as you can see, I didn't. Because if that person ain't sent me a follow-up message, I was never going to respond. Fuck, no, I wasn't. I was just going to leave it there. But let me know what you guys think. Now let's move on to the main topic of today. So, I want to talk about polling stations, the poll workers. So, throughout, throughout this whole election, you know, I was hearing constantly at work, in ads, on YouTube, on the street, you know, sign up to be a poll worker today, you know, we're in dire need, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you know, my, my job, they offered me the opportunity to go become a poll worker, and they were going to pay... So I was going to get paid over there while doing my, while being a poll worker and get paid for the days that I was scheduled to work. But I mean, you know, that can be tricky because guess what? You know, my job could easily have been like, you know what? We're just not going to schedule you until you're away, you know? So life hack right there. There's loopholes to that law. Anyways, I was going to become a poll worker. I'm not even going to hold you. But like my desire to, to become a poll worker, we're at like 2%. Like I, I was thinking about it. And then two minutes later, I was like, yeah, I was to eat because I'm hungry. I'm starving. And I was like to my coworker, let's go get some food. So, yeah. But anyways, I didn't really put much attention into it. Like, I didn't do no type of research. I just assumed that poll workers were for people that were 60 and up because that's how most poll workers are. They're old as shit. And I mean, it makes sense because, you know, old people don't really got much to do. So recently, I have a, I have a source that has been telling me about this. I'm not going to I'm not going to tell you guys her name. Because, I don't know, is it, would there be legal repercussions for this? I don't think so, right? I think a lot of people know about the wage and all that. So, but hold on, let me, let me, before I even say anything, ready? Apparently, a poll worker works basically 16 hours a day for only $100. Now, don't get me wrong, $100 is $100, right? But 16 hours of labor... If you 
was to go right now. Matter of fact, let me tell you guys the calculations. Ready? So let's do 16 times 15 because that's how much we get paid here in New York City per hour for minimum wage for blah, minimum wage work. Sorry, that's $240 for 16 hours, right? So basically, she's getting $140 less and she's making $100. And she's working from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. So as of right now, concurrently, she's still at work. I swear to God. But I just want you guys to understand this. $100 for 16 hours of labor. It's no wonder this country is so slow when it comes to poll working. I mean, I mean, look at this, bro. 16 hours to get paid $100? I would take my sweet ass time. I'm sorry. Not, I, first of all, I wouldn't even come back. I, I would, I would, they would be like, go on your break. And I would be like, I gladly. I would go on my break, never come back. I swear to God, I'm not even playing. I, there's no way I'm doing 16 hours of work for $100, okay? That's that's insane. And in New York City, it's even worse. But guess what, though? When I was reading their contract stipulations, poll workers make between 55 to 165 So that means that there are poll workers around this country that make $55 for one whole day. That means they have to work 16 hours long to make $55. I... That's unbelievable to me. That's insane. I, I don't know how or why or who the fuck decided that was smart. But if you're if you have if you need poll uh, polling station people, right? Poll station workers, sorry. And you think paying them a hundred dollars a day to work sixteen hours is justifiable? That's just fucked up. I mean, I know this job isn't like heavy demanding and it's not all the time, but. I mean, when you need people, I mean, look at this. I mean, you can see it. I mean, look at Election Day, a.k.a. Election Week now, because that shit took forever. And they're still counting votes, I think. I'm not even fucking sure anymore. But you saw how long it took. And, and now that I, now that I realize that those people are working 16 fucking hours and plus for $100 a day, yeah, nah, forget that. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a dub. That is not a vibe. That is not a vibe at all. At all. Like, I can't can't even believe that's that's a thing like I, I just don't understand why that's even a thing first of all whoever's whoever is a poll worker and they're making 55 dollars i'm so sorry for y'all i really do what y'all need to do is just file for that unemployment and get that 600 a week i'm i'm being dead ass go ahead like just don't don't do it for the 55 dollars a day fuck that go get your go get your stimulus well we're all getting one but Get that unemployment, you feel me? Make that free money for now. It's not really free, but, you know, boom, boom, boom. You get there. But overall, just, that's horrendous. That's bad. I, I can't even lie to you. Like, that. that's just horrible. Like, go ahead, poll workers. Take your time, bro. If y'all need two weeks to give us the results, that's fine with me because sixteen hours for hundred dollars a day, that's sad. I read the I read the paper. So apparently, if you guys work ten days in in a poll working job, you can make two thousand eight hundred dollars before taxes. So after taxes, it's about maybe you know, it's still two stacks and up, but that's not a lot. In ten days, but that really that number is very inaccurate very inaccurate i that's like because if you do the math a hundred dollars a day in 10 days is not two thousand eight hundred dollars so i don't know where they're getting those sums from 
I don't know what the fuck. I don't know. It's just weird to me how how they're getting those type of sums. Because here's the application. Oh, so this is why. So you get like $25 for going to class and stuff. And you get $100 for attending training or something. It's not bad. But... Nah, that's 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 not it. I can't. Yeah, that's not it. So they get paid for training and every time they work. That's typical. I mean, you get paid for training in almost every job. It makes sense. Still not a vibe though. So, oh, so they can potentially earn up to 2800 It's not they will earn 2800 Oh, see, that's even worse. That's even, that's even, even more dismotivating. That does not help me. Wow. I'm sorry, I can't. I don't want to be a poll worker. I don't want to be a poll worker. That's, no, nah, $2,800. If I, cause look, if you're gonna be there doing them long hours, I'd rather get paid per hour. Like I don't know, I don't know. It just doesn't sit right with me. Mm. Who made up these rules, though? Like I just want to know who made up these rules. Ooh. So apparently they get paid a daily salary. <laughs> That's even worse. I, I don't even know. But it but right here it says it says it's two hundred dollars a day. But this source says she gets paid a hundred. So either she's getting robbed or she's lying. There's only two things I gotta say. Either she getting robbed or she is lying. I swear to God. Oh God, there's that. I mean, obviously, every state is different. Like, there's some states that they obviously for sure get paid less than that. I know that for a fact. I, I mean, because, you know, if you go to minimum wage in different country, of different countries, different states, they get paid whew, low amount. You know, there's some states that still pay you $5.50 per hour to do minimum wage work. That is, that's, that's bad. That's bad. But besides that, either, either, they're, either she's lying... Or they're robbing her ass. That's, that's the only two explanations. Because here it says basically $200 a day to hit that mark. But it it, it it depends, though. It really does depend, though. I'm not going to let... I'm, I'm going to say that. So I don't know if they... That means some some people might get paid differently depending on their experience or some shit. I don't, I don't really know. But... Yeah, they're... I don't know. I don't know, sis. Either getting robbed or you capping right now. But if you're not capping, I still feel bad for you. And matter of fact, actually, that's that's still a problem. It's telling me there's 16 hours a day for only $200. That's, and they're saying that that equals the minimum wage. That does not equal the $15 in minimum wage. That That's actually $12.50 if you do the breakdown. 
because if it was fifteen, it would be two forty, and then if you do it after after taxes, it would be around it would be around one ninety to two hundred, depending on how much money you want the government to remove. So, well, no, it's between one ninety to two twenty five, somewhere around there. It's between yeah, somewhere around there. So, I don't know, fam. I don't know. That's still not a lot of money though. That's bad. That's very bad. That's mm -mm. cause let's see, you could cause if you really worked a whole first of all, if you work sixteen hours and all that, right? That means after 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 thirty nine hours, when you hit forty hours, that would be OT on a regular job, which would then you'll be eligible to get make twenty one something. So then you would it'll, it'll be more convenient to be to work a minimum wage job, slave away, hit OT and up. And, and do good, right? Or am I bugging? I'm, I'm not bugging, right? I don't think I'm bugging. I think I'm smart for that. I'm just saying. Regardless, though. Awful. Awful, awful, awful. Can't. But I'm not even, even going to expose my source like that. She's going to stay anonymous. I'm going to give you guys one hint, though. She sounds hella white. Hella white. Just hands down from the mountains of, of Caucasus. That That's... That's how white she sound. She sound OD white. I don't even know how to describe it. She's white and then she sound black. It just, it was weird. And that's another thing I want to ask you guys. What the fuck do I sound like? I want to know what the fuck I sound like. Because nobody has ever told me to my face, you know, you sound like this or something like this, okay? And I don't want to hear you sound Mexican because that is off on so many levels. I don't even want to get into it. How matter of fact, no, I, we gotta get into this, okay? We gotta get into this because I don't sound Mexican at all. Just so y'all know, let, eliminate that right now. No racist shit. Eliminate that shit right the fuck now. I, I respect Mexicans, but because I'm Spanish myself, but I do not sound anything like a fucking Mexican. I swear to God, I know what Mexicans sound like. I had Mexican friends growing up. I don't have them anymore. Just because I went to an all-black high school, so that, you know, I was hanging out with black people after that. But, yeah, do not sound Mexican at all. I know exactly how Mexicans sound like, and I don't sound like one of them. I, I ain't gonna lie. When I was younger, you could definitely say I sound Mexican. But now I don't. I know how I know how they sound. I have cousins, and I have some friends who still hang out. Like, like they're, like, very Spanish. Like, very, very Spanish. Like, I don't have that many... Like that in my life, but I have a few. Like they're very, very Spanish. Like they know these Spanish artists that I have never heard of in my life, and they just they know them and they start talking like them and they start interacting like that. I I swear to God, I know, I don't know what it is, but I just be like, yo, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Like, like there's a lot of Mexican artists that sing Spanish. Like they're, they're like they're like they're like this new generation of of of, of ballads, I think. But yeah. I don't know who they, I, I don't know their names, so just, I, I don't know, just, if you know somebody like that, hit them up, have a conversation with them, and you're going to see how they sound. I, I don't, but I know I don't sound Mexican. I wish, I, I ain't going to lie, I kind of wish I sounded very white, and I, I, I be I be trying to sound white, like when I when I go to job interviews that, that, that matter. Like when it comes to like job interviews for jobs that are minimum wage, I don't, I just be myself. Matter of fact, let me tell you how much I was myself. When I got my first job at Shake Shack, for my interview, I swear to God, um, they tell me how you have to go dress professionally and everything. 
And I was like, yo, it is summertime. It is 97 degrees. I'm not wearing no suit. I'm not wearing no pants. I don't give a fuck. I, I went to that job interview in green sweats with a white tee and some Pharrell's. Swear to God. With, with, with my backpack behind me, I swear. Like, no cap. There was no desire in me to even begin to tell you. Like, I went to I went to that job interview and I was thinking, I'm not going to get this job interview. I mean, I'm not going to get this job because I don't want to work. Because my dad was forcing me to work at the time. So I was like, I'm going to try to get this. I'm going to go to the job interview just for show to tell my dad that I tried and I failed. And when I went, the interview lasted less than four minutes. They didn't even give a fuck about my fit. She didn't even look at my fit. First of all, she was hood. The, the AGM that interviewed me, she was hood. She talking about, she talking about like life shit. And I'm like, okay, this has nothing to do with interview questions. Until she asked me like, when can you work? And I'm like, I could start right now. And she was like, all right. <laughs> she said, all right, I'm going to have my other, I'm going to have my other manager come out here to talk to you. And if he says, yeah, then you hired. And I'm like, okay, thank you. And I'm just waiting there. Like when I was sitting there and I'm just thinking to myself, damn, I, I feel like I got this job in the bag. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't really want it. <laughs> like, no, I had no motivation to even work. Cause I mean, I don't want to sound spoiled, but like, I mean, my dad was always giving me everything. Like, he was taking care of me. You know, he had all the money. So like, I figured, why would I keep, why would I want to ruin that by getting a job? But anyways, dude came out. He said, what's up? I said, hey. He's like, what's your name? I gave him my name. And then he was like, tell me something about yourself. Well, what makes you so special? And I'm like, my work ethic? And he was like, what do you mean? I'm like, I've always had a good work ethic. Like, you know, I'm never gonna... Like, I, I, don't, I don't ever, like, quit. Like, I just keep going, even though I know I don't want to do it or, like, I just hate it. You know, if, it, if, I, if I know I need to get it done because it's going to benefit me in some way, then I'll do it. And she was like, cool. So here's my final question. When can you start? And I gave and I gave him the same response I gave her. And that's when he was like, all right, here's my card. Um, she's going to email you, right? And you hired, by the way. And so I, I heard all of that except for the you hired, by the way. I don't know why. I, I don't want to make it sound like it's a fucking movie. Because it's not. But I literally, I, I don't know. I feel like those words, like, I blocked them out of my head because I was thinking about not getting the job. Because when he said, here's the card and, and you're hired, I didn't hear the you're hired part. And he was like, yeah, you're going to get an email soon. And so when I heard, you're going to get an email soon, I was like, wait, so did I get the job? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, thank you. And he was like, yeah, of course. See you around, kid. And I'm like, I'm like, wait. I just did I just get my first like like legit job like hold on <laughs> I I didn't know what to do I was so confused and so you know he was like wait for the email and so that's what I did I waited for the email but before that hold on before that before I even got into the because I was walking out of out of the park and like I, I um what's it called I called my dad and I'm like yo I got the job and my dad was like you're lying I'm like. Nah, I'm that ass. I got the job, and they told me that I, they're gonna send me an email and all that. And I, and then he was like, "That's great, good job." And yeah, I was like, "Yeah, I guess." And then I went home, 
I was chilling. You know, they sent me the email. I do all the paperwork and shit. You know, you know all that crazy shit. I, you know, I always do all my paperwork and everything. And that's when they like, I go into orientation the next day. That orientation was long as fuck for no reason. I actually learned nothing. I swear to God, I, I learned absolutely nothing from that orientation. They wanted that they were talking about respect and five A's, the four C's. I know all of that now because obviously I, I was working there. But but when I went to the orientation, I went there, le learned absolutely nothing. Killed my time. They were like, tomorrow's gonna be your first day. Like just wait for your 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 AGM to to email you. She didn't email me, so I had to email her. And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, I'm sorry. Tomorrow, just come in, do a 5 to 11.30. And I'm over here like, okay. Um, What's the uniform? <laughs> and she was like, oh, it's it's uh, black black pants. You need Crocs, and we're going to give you the shirt and the hat. And I'm like, okay, um, I don't own black pants, and I don't own Crocs. Because I've never had a job before, so I never had the desire to own a pair of Crocs. Tell me how that same moment I went back to Manhattan to go get me some pair of Crocs and some black black pants. And that shit cost me $130 because this is New York City and shit is overpriced for no fucking reason. And I was like, damn, I'm already fucking broke. Like, I'm, I'm, like, I mean, I wasn't broke. Like, my dad gave me the money, but it's like, I'm already, I'm already in debt. Like, I already, I'm already asking money for my job. Like, I don't even know. And then my daddy gave me the money. I bought that shit. Got ready for the next day. Rule number one. Because it was my first job, I decided to wear my black pants with some with some sneakers and my and my shirt. And it was 99 degrees that day. I was sweating bullets by the time I got to work. I got to work. Absolutely no training done. They didn't even train me, guys. I'm going to tell you guys. First of all, let me tell you. Shake Shack back then to how it was now before I left. Bro, it, it had a huge change. Because when I started... First of all, I had no proper training, no proper introduction. They didn't even make me do no modules, none of that. I had no, bro. They they literally told me, "Here's your shirt. Here's your here's your hat." They were like, "Go to the fryers," and I'm like, "I don't I don't even know what the fuck the fryer. Like I know what a fryer is, but I don't know where the fuck it's located in the kitchen. Like I've never stepped foot in here. They didn't even tell me to wash my hands." They didn't show me none of that. They, I swear to God, I went into my, I went into that job, never washed my hands for the first day, nothing. Literally, told me to go to the fryers. Some girl was like, "Why are you not dropping fries?" And I'm like, "I don't, I don't know how to, you know, drop fries. Like I'm just as lost as you are." And and then she's like, right, "I'm a treat, I'm a teach you." And then I'm like, I'm like, wait, do you guys think, like that, like I've been here before? And then they're like, "Yeah, we thought you came from another location." I'm like, nah, I'm new, dog. I don't know shit. <laughs> it was so bit like it felt so busy that day. Like they were always waiting on me for fries, everything. But yeah, like when I first started, I didn't get no proper training. Matter of fact, I didn't even meet the GM at the time. Well, he's still the same GM now, but I didn't even meet him until like my third week there. I swear on everything. I didn't meet him for my third week there. I didn't meet this other manager who still works for the company. Um I didn't meet him until my second week. I'm not saying their names because, yeah. I only met two of the managers there, I swear. And I, I didn't even meet most of the people until after. And my, matter of fact, matter of fact, some of them, 
in the kitchen. They thought I only spoke Spanish. So they were like talking to me in Spanish. And I'm like, I I, I was like, damn, I, I speak English. Because one of them was like, hey, papa, está ahí. Like, but he, he, he did it, like, he did it very broken. Like, I, you know, I can't talk broke Spanish. But, and I'm like, okay, thank you. And then he realized, like, oh, I, he, that I speak English. And he was like, oh. He was like, oh, oh, yeah, it's right there, bro. And I'm like, yeah, thank you. Like, I see it now. Like, what the fuck? But, yeah, like, now, now, first of all, new hires don't even step into the kitchen. That's one. New hires have to do all their modules. Like, all their fucking modules before they even step into the kitchen. And then once they once they finish all their modules, they don't even go... Not All of them have an assigned set of where they're going to train first. And they stay there for two weeks. And they, we mentor them and we, and we make them meet everybody, right? Me and all my other people that I came in with. No introduction. No modules. No training. No love, just straight go to that fucking station, do what the fuck you gotta do, slave away, and you'll learn as you go. I swear to God. I, I literally, that's how exactly how I learned. Like, when I, my next station that I learned was chicken and dog. And I learned chicken and dog by watching other people. I didn't learn it because they were like, we're gonna have a trainer here train you how to do chicken and dog. Nah, while I was doing fries, because chicken and dog is right next to fries, I was watching them do it. And I just kept looking at it, and I was like, yeah, it's okay. I'm going to learn and learn and learn. And then when they were like, go ahead, she literally, the trainer who trained me, she wasn't even a trainer. She was a team member. She trained me for literally, I think, about 30 minutes, and then she left. And then she was like, this is all you, dog. And I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa, hold on. I don't know where shit is. I'm, I'm, bro, I was so lost. And chicken and dog ain't no joke, bro. It ain't no joke. <laughs> Like, chicken and dog was horrible. And then they put me outside from front of house after that because they were like, you're so slow. And I wasn't mad about it because I'm like, front of house is easy. Like, you just got to be outside. And then it was fun for like two days. And after that, I was like, yeah, I'm ready to go back inside. Front of house is not fun. It is so boring. It is hot. Like, time goes by slow. Like, there's a difference between being hot in the kitchen and being hot outside. Like, hot outside with nothing to do but walk around and talk to these people, that's not a vibe. Like, it, like I'd be looking, I'd be like, damn, it's only been 30 minutes. But in the kitchen, you dying of heat. But you realize that three hours done passed by and you got only four more hours left before your shift is over. Like, I was like, nah, I can't. I got to go back inside. I was like, I got to convince them to let me go back inside. Please, please. So after a month being outside, I finally convinced them to put me back inside. And that was... Like, one of the biggest decisions that I ever made and also the worst decision I ever made while working there because they put me back inside and they put me outside just to be on Front Expo. Now, if you guys don't know what Front Expo is, because I know most of you guys won't know, but Front Expo is literally where you have to, like, the expo, which is who like who bags the orders up, they hand it to you, and you got to give it out to the person. So now I got to deal with the kitchen. Like, I got to deal with the kitchen shit, and I got to deal with the people, the guests. So if the guests are complaining, I got to talk to them. And if they're in a bad mood, they're going to talk to me. So guess what? I'm dealing with both of them from both sides. And I'm over here like, yo, what the fuck do I do? And especially if my best person is ass. Oh, Lord. Let's not. Oh, my God. I remember the days. This this specific girl. I'm not even going to say her name. But she. Oh, man. She was so fucking slow. God damn. I used to have to wait on her all the fucking time. And then I would have guests come up like, yo, where is my drink? And I'm like, it's coming, bro. It's coming. 
I would, I would have to have so much patience. And I and I, I was losing my patience. I was losing my patience every time I was up there. And then finally, like, I, one of my managers noticed that I was on the brink of just going crazy. Because one, one of the days, like, I started talking back to one of the guests. And she, she, she stopped it immediately. And then she told me to go outside and go get some water, blah, blah, blah. So I did that. Took my time. She came back outside. Obviously, I got yelled at. Um, brought me back inside and told me. You're gonna learn. Um, you're gonna learn chicken and dog. And I was like, I already know chicken and dog. So then she said, All right, so go over there, send that person on break. And then after that, I was on chicken and dog for about three months straight. Literally no improvements, nothing. Just and then finally they put me on Expo. They saw I was fast and quick, so they like, Yeah, you are gonna stay here for a while. Boom. That was my shack experience. And then I got promoted and shit, and yeah, we're not gonna talk about the rest of that. It's just, just know it ended bad. I, no. Overall, though, Shake Shack is a fun company. Just, it's fun. It's fun if you. It's fun if you have your friends working there with you. It becomes unfun when, you no longer have friends in there. Like if you're, you only have coworkers, it's not the same. Like if you have friends that work in there, the job is hella fun. I'm not even gonna lie to you. And I met a lot of people in there that are my friends. And they, shoof, when they was there, it was hella fun. Because at first, when I came in, I was underage. So a lot of them were underage too. And so we would like, we would all work together. I swear to God, it was literally the underage crew. That's what they used to call us, the baby crew. Because all of us were under 18. So we weren't allowed to work more than four hours. Those were the days, bro. I miss those fucking days. Just coming into work for only four hours, getting paid. Knowing that you had to come in and, and come in at 5.30 and leave at 9.30. Those were the days, bro. I, yo, son, when I tell you, it was it was always the little kids. They would call us the little kids, like, the, you know, the baby crew. And we would all work together literally on the same days. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all of us were working together. Well, Friday, we would do 5.30s to 9.30s. And then Saturday and Sunday, they had us slaving away. I swear, they would make us work 1 to 11, 11 to 10. It was brutal, but they were like, this is the only time where we can use y'all to work late. So, took full advantage of that. Because if it was like, if they stuck to that four-hour shit, I would have only been working 12 hours a, a week. But because they would give us like 11 hours, we would I would finish with like 20-something hours. And I was making like, I don't know, like 300, 300-something. 300 so, yeah, but those, I remember those days, bro. And that's when I met all of my friends there. Like, my underage crew. Now we're obviously all grown. We owe the shit. We don't even work there no more. Two of them got clipped. Actually, no, three. Well, technically, we all got clipped. Because apparently, if you don't put in your fucking two weeks, legally, they, they have the right to clip you. Which is kind of stupid, but I guess. But yeah, so technically, under record, we got fired. But in reality, we quit. But yeah, just... Whatever. That was my Shaq experience. It was fun while it lasted. I don't miss it. So, yeah. Living my life, yo. Living my life. And I've grown up a lot. Grown up a lot. Oh, also one more thing. I don't know what the fuck happened when I started working at the Shaq. I don't know how I ended up just females... Oh, oh, you know, like, becoming, like, having more female friends than male friends. 
I mean, I don't have that many friends in general. Like, I don't, I don't I have very few, but it's just, I don't know. I have, like, just two more female friends than male friends. It just, I don't know. It doesn't make sense because when I was growing up as a little kid, I only had male friends. I never used to have female friends. And I don't know. We're just complete flip. It's just weird. Like, I don't know. It's weird. I'm not complaining, though, because female friends are more fun. They're more open. They're more relaxed. They're more chill. Male friends are very more conservative and reserved. And that's just facts. Because when we hang out, like, as as, as, as males, bro, I feel we do the same shit constantly. And we don't get tired of it. Like, we don't. When it comes to females, they be trying to do some weird, crazy shit. And I just be like, all right, fuck it. I mean, I'm bored anyway. I don't do anything. So, fuck it. Let's go. But male friends is like, do the same shit. We pull up to the crib, smoke, drink. Talk shit, watch fun, some dumb shit, do dumb shit, fuck each other up, pause, and just same routine. Me and my homie, who we've I've known him since we was babies, we've literally done the same shit all the fucking time, bro. I swear to God, like we have never said, "Yo, let's go on a crazy fucking adventure." Never. And it's crazy because we do crazy shit, but we do crazy shit. With other people, like females and males included, but it, I feel like females always ignite that. I don't know. It's never been me and him, like, we've like, like just the two of us, like, yo, let's go do some crazy shit. And then there's my other friend, me and him, we do something like we don't really do crazy shit, we just do shit that takes us far, like out of the city. But it's not really crazy shit, it's like regular shit, like that you could do here, but we just do it outside the city. So it's like, yeah, that's pretty much it. But. I don't know. Females be like dragging me to do some crazy shit. I'll be like, all right, fuck it, cool, let's do it. It's fun though. Don't get me wrong, I love it. It's fun. I don't like being at home anymore because you know when you lock down. Like first of all, I was a homebody my whole life, but when you're forced to be a homebody, it just doesn't feel right with me. So I was like, yeah, now nah, I gotta go. Like I gotta go outside. Like I'm I, obviously I, I I take precaution, but it's like I'm like yeah, now nah, I gotta go outside. I can't. Now I'm being forced to be a homebody. That's crazy. Like, before I could I go outside, get some food, and eat there. Now, I literally have to get that food anyway and bring it back home to eat it. Like, bro, that's so fucked up. But I get it. I do. I get it. I get it. Gotta prevent the spread. Oh, that, that's another thing. So, like I said earlier, I think I said in my few episodes, I had COVID twice in my life. And... I was kind of researching on like COVID related mental issues. Now I'm not saying I have mental issues because I've never had mental issues. I've always been a perfectly good, healthy person. Well, not really healthy like in terms of like food wise. I'm an, I'm very unhealthy when it comes to I'm fat. But listen, if you love food and you hungry, just eat. Fuck it. But other than that, right? So I've I've never like I've no like I I remember reading a few reports about. Like what COVID could do to you after, and like the uh, like the after effects of it, like for example, hair loss, you know, like constant headaches, sleep problems, and all that. So after, I had, the first time I had COVID, it affected me differently. So the first time I had it, I had a fever, I had shivers down my, you know, you know, feel cold, all that. I couldn't breathe a little bit. Stuffy nose, so I think that's why I couldn't breathe. But overall, I was I I wasn't breathing that well anyway. I was sweating bullets, but I was cold. 
which is weird. But yeah, um, that was like that for like maybe a week. After that, kind of went away. Caught it again, right? Caught it, and then all of a sudden, when I caught it and I got tested, came back positive. All of a sudden, the next day, I had pain in my chest. Like, you know, like when you have some, I had a huge pain in my chest. Um, and that pain in my chest was preventing me from breathing properly. Uh, I had to sleep a certain way in order for me to be able to breathe. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was getting scared because I was like, oh, okay. This time I feel like I'm getting the crazy effects. Like, I think I might end up having to go to the hospital. I was, I was dead scared. Like, I was like, nah, I can't do this. I was like, I can't. Can't go through this again. So, but, but yeah, like, I had that. And then I also had, like, very, very mild headaches. Like, like I could go outside somewhere. I'm not saying I deliberately went outside, but, you know, I just I had to go outside to keep myself up. But I would go outside with very huge precautions. Like, I wouldn't just go, like, up to random people and just start spreading my, my virus around. Because I, I, I know my area. My area is empty. Like, people don't really walk around here. It's like a fam. It's like a family area. So like, if if people are coming out, it's with the whole family, not not individually. So I would walk around, and I knew the areas they were always gonna be empty, and they were. And I would never cough either in public, none of that. But I would walk, like two blocks, and like immediately just an insane amount of headaches just come in. Like I would have crazy headaches. I would go back to the house. I would try to relax, relax my body. And, but the headaches used to be insane. And the sleep, forget about it. Both times, my sleep was very, very irregular, inconsistent. But sleep is important for your body. So I, I knew that was one thing was when you're sick with a, with a virus, like if you have the flu or anything like that, in order to get better, you have to sleep because sleep helps your body replenish its, its resources, energy, its immune system, all of that. So I knew I had to sleep, so I would force myself to sleep sometimes. And I would wake up in the middle of the night, not being able to breathe. But I knew, like, I have to go back to sleep. So I would, like, force myself to sleep. But, yeah. And then, long story short, I, I was like that for maybe three, three to four weeks, so like a month. Finally got better. I was chilling. I was living ghetto fabulous. I'm, I'm joking. And I guess now... Well, after that, I, I still had some... I was researching on the effects of what it could do. And so I, I had all those effects, which was um, headaches that would come and go at random times. Um, loss of hair. You know, I had those two. The loss of hair stopped like after like a week. But the headaches, though, that was a recurring, a, a, a recurring theme was the headaches. That right there was a recurring theme, the headaches. Because the headaches, ooh, they would just come and go like crazy. Like, I would have a headache from 9 a.m. to 10.30. It would just go away randomly and come back around 2 o'clock and be there for, like, six hours. And then finally, when I was, like, it was nighttime, it would go away. Like, it was it was the worst. I was like that for about four or five months. But while those headaches were happening, the sleep used to be a problem. So, recently... I guess the, the the sleeping thing has gotten a little bit worse because I've been waking up every day, and every time I wake up, my head is just constantly just like it's making that boom boom sound. So, and I did some research, and I'm like, you know, let me look this shit up because I've had COVID, and 
I've, I've had these effects. So I was like, let me look it up. And apparently, that's one of the things is like, it's after a few months, like you just, the sleep thing becomes a problem. Like that, that your head just constantly goes boom, boom. Like you hear it all the time. And your head wakes up heavy, which is what's been happening to me. It wakes up heavy and it's heat. It's like, it's, it's hot as fuck. But you don't have a fever or anything. You don't have a headache. It's just like, it just wakes up heavy. I don't know. It's, I can't describe it, but what they were describing is what I have. Basically, like my head becomes very heavy and just, you hear that boom, boom, boom sound. And it's like, as soon as you get up, it's like your your, your body is kind of fucked up and shit, like, which is what they were saying. So I was like, oh, it must be that. I don't really know. But then I was looking like, what can you do to help it? It's really, it's really nothing you could do. You just got to live with it. Like, like, you can, like, later on, they were, like, because they don't know what this virus really does to you yet, even though it's been out for a few months. Uh, they were, like, you could go see your doctor, but the doctor probably would just prescribe you some, like, med- like medication and stuff. And But it really wouldn't do much because it's a mental thing. It's not, like, a physical thing. But they were, like, it doesn't get, it's not really going to affect you long term. It's not really going to do anything. It's just, when you wake up, your head is just going to feel like that. But I know myself as a person, so... By that I mean, I, I've always gotten used to a lot of pains, so I don't know, I feel like this is going to be a problem maybe for a, f- a few more days, a few more weeks, but after that I feel like it's over. Like my body finna get used to it, I swear to God. Because when I broke my leg when I was a little kid, this is a true story by the way, I broke my leg when I was a little kid. My mom never took me to the hospital. And that's after I told her that my leg was fully broken. Like I was like, yo, I swear to God. This shit hurts so much. I please, can you please, please take me to the hospital? And my mom thought I was capping. She thought I was playing around. She told my dad I was just be, I was just playing around too much. And my dad was like, I, I doesn't matter then. And I used to be in so much pain on my, what is it right? Yeah, right leg. Literally, for like. Three months, I was in pain. Because guess what? If your leg is broken and you don't take care of it, yeah, it can heal on its own. But remember, I'm a I'm a little kid and I live in New York City, which means life is constantly moving. So guess what? I had to go to school. And on my days off, guess what? I had to go to a babysitter because I was still too young to be by myself. So I was constantly moving back and forth. And I used to be like, I used to be crying sometimes. I used to be like, damn, I can't do this. But after like two months and a half... I would feel the pain, everything, but I just became so used to it that I just said, fuck it, I don't care no more. Like, I used to, I, I had that pain in my leg for six months, I remember that. And after the like, six months, like, after the three months, I just stopped caring about it, and I used to live life every day with my foot hurting, and then after six months, it just kind of went away, and it's like, I get, it healed itself, I guess, I don't know, but till this day, my right foot makes a noise when I twist it a certain way. Like, I don't know if you guys, I don't think you guys be able to hear it. Hold on, hold on. Let's, let's let's go quiet. I'm gonna do it three times. Yeah, I don't know if you guys can hear that, but yeah, my my right foot goes every time I move it a certain way. My left foot doesn't do that at all. Like at all, I'm doing it right now with my left foot, and it doesn't do that at all. But my right foot, boom, boom, boom. It does it all the time. You hear that? And I know that my I know that my right foot has always been fucked up because when it comes to my right foot, 
if I put too much pressure on it, um, it begins to hurt a lot, like a lot, a lot. But I've never really went to the hospital to check up on it, or even or even ask my doctor about it. Oh, I don't care. It happened years ago. I was like seven. I'm I'm 20 now. Maybe in the year and maybe in the future it might have a that might have an effect on me. But as of now, I'm good. Like fuck it. But yeah, that, that's I don't know how this conversation ended up to this. I was only gonna talk about pole working. That sounded so wrong. Pause. Not not pole working stations. Okay. Not 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 no strip club pole. However, that is a very good job, by the way. Women that do that, they make a lot of money. I don't care what y'all say. Yeah, it might be looked down upon, but shit. They be coming home with stacks. I don't got nothing else to say, but. Yeah. I'ma keep my source anonymous. Either you capping or they robbing you. Or taxes or some shit. Or because you knew you getting paid the lowest amount. I don't know what it is, but regardless though, I'ma just say this. If you are making a hundred dollars a day to work sixteen hours, I am so sorry. I, I I think you deserve better. I really do. Oh that, hold on, before I before I even end it, end it, one more thing. It's it's a crime. Like it's it's not a crime, but it's sad that nurses get paid very little. I honestly think nurses should get paid a whole lot more. A whole lot more. And the reason why I say that is because nurses really they really do take care of us. I mean, when you go to the hospital, nurses are, are always attending you. They take your blood work, you know, take your fever, your pressure. They're there to talk to you. You know, offer you some humility, you know. Because if, if anybody could do it, then yeah, I guess, okay, go ahead. Yeah, I, I, it would make sense because that's why minimum wage jobs exist because anybody could fucking do it. But nurses, it's not, no, bro. I can't take out blood. I don't know how the fuck to do that. I, I would end up killing somebody, sticking the needle in the wrong place. Like nurses, they they go through courses. They, they fucking study this shit. I have a few people that are nursing majors. And... I've seen their workload for school. Fuck no. I don't... I would do nursing as a last resort. I swear to God. And if I realized my career was going nowhere and I realized that nursing is a guaranteed job after I get after I graduate and I know that in the future I can end up making a lot more but after years of experience I'll do it. But now I'm still young. I still have options with my careers. Pursue it. But yeah, like not anybody could be a nurse. Like I want people to understand that. Like there's other majors that will get you jobs that will pay you more from the start, and then you have nurses who make like thirty five thousand dollars a year. And on if, especially if you're a nurse in New York, thirty five thousand dollars a year is is absolutely nothing. It buys you nothing. You can't live in New York with thirty five thousand dollars a year. And we saw a report recently that a nurse has her nursing job, and then she has an OnlyFans account. And then the the um the New York the New York um newspaper whatever, they were like, oh this is scandalous, you know the nurse has a whole OnlyFans page, and then people were like, to be honest, the only the only crime here the only the only hassle you know the only scandal going on is the fact that she needs to have another job to in order to survive, which is fucking sad. I think first of all we all know doctors make an insane amount, like let's give nurses like not obviously not that but. Let's give them close to something like that, like 70, 90, 100,000. 
Because, I mean, they literally, bro, somebody injects a needle on you to try to take your blood out, and they inject that shit wrong, bro, there's, there's no knowing what the fuck could happen to you. You could die. Ain't nobody fucking know. Um, if anybody could take your blood pressure, that would be great, but not anybody could do it. So, shout out to some nurses out there who be who have two jobs to maintain themselves. Shout out to y'all. Y'all some, y'all some real ones. Y'all some real ones. For real. And poll workers, y'all some real ones too. Thank y'all for not rigging the election just because y'all get paid no money. Appreciate y'all. And as for you, my anonymous source, and you're almost done with your work day. I hope you get home safe. I hope you feel good. What it was today? Today's Tuesday. I hope you feel good on a Tuesday. You know. Um, yeah. That's about it. Until next time, guys. You know. Have a beautiful day. Be safe out there. Love each other. Spread the peace. Don't spread no violence. And don't die. You feel me? That's the realest shit you're ever going to hear is don't die. Live life. Just keep on living. Until next time, guys. See ya.